for tuning in to Conscious Business with the Corporate Yogi. I'm your host, Julie Zuzak. This podcast helps entrepreneurs develop the mindset needed to build and grow a conscious business. Whether you know it yet or not, your mindset is the subconscious blueprint that determines your success. Each episode, we explore the different ways that your business calls you forth to grow on a personal level and through your relationships. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? I told you that incorporating a simple five-minute practice into your day would help you reduce stress, anxiety, and make you feel happier and more fulfilled. Would you be willing to try it? Well, I'm being straight up here because I started incorporating this simple practice into my daily routine about a year ago, and it has completely changed my life. I'm calmer now, I have more perspective, and it helps me focus on all the good things in my life. Now I've passed this technique on to a few people and for those who truly believe in it and have stuck with it, they've also seen incredible results. What I'm talking about here is a practice of gratitude. And it's different than just being grateful for what you have. From the many conversations that I've had over the last year, I've realized one key thing. Most people think that the two are the same and that's why they're missing out. It's actually a physical practice that you need to start to incorporate into your life in order to truly see the benefits. So here's what you're going to learn today. In the first segment, I'm going to explain what gratitude really is and why it's so important. In the second segment, I'm going to explain the difference between being grateful and actually practicing gratitude. In our third segment, we're going to talk about how practicing gratitude will help you as an entrepreneur. And then in our last segment, I'll share a little bit of what my personal practice of gratitude is, and I'll tell you why the baristas here at Starbucks think I'm a little bit crazy. But first, I want to start with a story. So years ago, I spent time in India studying Ayurvedic medicine at a retreat in Tamil Nadu. Now, I was there for about a month. And I really started to settle into the beautiful and simple way of Indian life. The people are amazing and they're so happy. And then having someone prepare healthy, balanced meals for you every day, well, I was in heaven. And I built a little routine that I would walk up to the top of the mountain every morning where there was a local village. And it was really nice because I would be walking in the mornings at the same time as all the little kids were heading off to catch the bus for school. So it was really nice to see how excited they were every morning. And I really love this chance to walk in nature first thing in the morning, to breathe in the fresh air and really greet my day. And as I did this each day, I couldn't help but compare how these locals in the village lived compared to how I was living back home. I mean, many of them lived in tiny one-room dwellings. They had non-permanent walls, they had dirt floors, And it would be perfectly normal for a family of 8 to 12 to be living in a one single room dwelling. And I remember thinking, these people are so beautiful and they live so simply and they're so happy. Way more happy than most of the people I know back home. One morning, as I was making my way back down the hill, I saw someone coming out of one of the houses and I could feel that little 
smile coming on inside because I recognize her straight away. See, I always get really excited when I see people I know randomly on the street for some reason. I don't know why, but I do. But then I thought, oh, she's not going to want me to see where she lives. So I quickly looked away and I pretended not to see her. But it was to no avail because she ended up seeing me and called out my name and said good morning to me. She was so happy and so excited to see me. And we walked towards the retreat center together. And she told me all about her home. She told me how she lives there with her husband's family and her mother-in-law and her brother's kids. There wasn't one tiny ounce of embarrassment about where she lived. There was only pride and joy. And she was truly authentically happy with her life. But shame on me for assuming that she would be ashamed about where she lived. It was the exact opposite. And this was a big lesson for me in that moment. I saw firsthand how dangerous it can be to make assumptions, to compare. And if I had been successful in you know, trying to fake her out and make sure that she didn't see me, then I would have missed out on this great chat that we had that morning. And I would have missed out on learning all about her life and seeing how happy she really truly was. Now this story is a little embarrassing to tell because it's a mirror that reminds me that I am still judgmental sometimes and I still do make assumptions about people without getting all the facts. And it's definitely something that I'm working on. I want to be more open and curious when I meet people. I want to be neutral until they tell me what their life is like instead of making up stories of my own. And there are so many gems within this story, like respecting others who live differently than you, not making assumptions about whether you think someone should be happy or not, and most importantly, that leading a really simple life with less can sometimes give you more. inspiration for me to create this episode on gratitude comes from the philosophy of Mother Teresa. She has always stuck out to me as being a really courageous leader. And I have to say, I think she really had a powerful mindset. I think we would all benefit a lot from thinking and acting like her a little more. One of the things that has always stuck in my head about Mother Teresa was her courage to choose lightness over darkness. She refused to march in a protest against war, but she said she would participate in a march for peace. And when I think of that statement, it's brilliant. It is so rich with wisdom and integrity, I admire her for standing up for what she believed in. I think this one simple concept is something that we can incorporate into our lives more, I think it's a lens that can really be applied to everything in our life. And this is exactly what we're going to do today. We're going to spend the entire episode on gratitude. But not just being grateful, actually practicing gratitude. And this is such a powerful tool that we all have at our disposal. It's easy, it's free, it feels good, and it's so high value. But few of us ever do it properly. Until now, that is. When I get through with you today, you're going to be living and breathing gratitude. I'm going to teach you how to develop a practice of gratitude into your life. 
you're going to see such major shifts in your life. You're going to inspire all of those around you. And I really look to you, not just as a passive listener who takes these ideas and concepts away from themselves, I look to you as a leader who is actively teaching and inspiring others what you learn from me. And then you go out and you help others on their own path. You are the ripple effect. So from my heart to yours, thank you. Thank you for your courage. Thank you for tuning in and listening to me every week. Thank you for your bravery. And most importantly, thank you for being a great leader. So I'd like to explain the difference between being grateful and practicing gratitude. I started to see a pattern when I talked to people about gratitude. I would ask them if they practice gratitude every day and they say, yes, I am grateful about what I have. And I think about it every day and I wake up in the morning and as I'm stepping out of bed, I think about the things I'm grateful for. But here's the thing, thinking about being grateful isn't enough. That's like saying, I was thinking about going to yoga class. You might have a really good intention and thinking about something positive, like gratitude, is definitely better than thinking about something negative, but it doesn't quite cut it as a practice of gratitude. To truly practice gratitude, you can't be multitasking and doing something else. It shouldn't get sloppy seconds of your time. Gratitude should be one of your A-level activities rather than an afterthought. And I'm gonna offer you two different ways to practice gratitude. The first way is to focus on feeling gratitude. And the second is a structured action or a routine. So let's start with the first one, feeling gratitude. Now, if you really wanna do this optimally, I want you to be in a state where you can really access feeling and sensations while you're doing this, rather than being in your thinking brain. When you're fully in your thinking brain or when your ego is running the show, you can't access your feelings. Your breath is the link between your conscious and your unconscious mind. So taking three, four, five deep breaths will really help you shift gears from being in a state of thinking to being in a state of feeling. So where can you practice feeling gratitude? Well, a walk in nature is a great way but not a speed walk, this isn't cardio. I want you to really do a mindful walk. One where you can actually feel sensations in your body. Be conscious and be present, that's a really great way. Or you can do it in more of a static way, almost as if you were meditating. So you sit upright, you close your eyes, and maybe start with a couple deep breaths. And then you think of something that you're grateful for. Allow it to come to your mind's eye and then focus on that object or the person and really start to feel the gratitude for it. Feel the sensations in your body. Feel the emotion and the warmth radiating from your heart. And this is similar to meditating, but it's different because we're actually guiding our intention towards something particular and we're accessing a specific emotion or specific sensations in the body. Let's look at the second way to practice gratitude, a structured action or a routine. 
So journaling is a great way to do this. And you can begin a routine where every day you just sit down and write 10 things that you are grateful for. Now, I started out with this, but what I evolved to over time is to do more of a free flow journal. And I put the timer on my phone for five minutes and I just keep journaling for that dedicated time. I start off with, today I am so happy and grateful that, and I just list different things. I am grateful for this, I am grateful for that. It's important to note that this isn't a journal where you capture things that happen or you document things. It's just think of it as a brainstorming of things that you're grateful for. Now, one of my friends practices gratitude with her partner. So each night, they tell each other what they're grateful for that happened in their day. And it can be any kind of structure or action that you want, as long as you make it part of your routine and make sure that it happens regularly. And here's the key. You have to make it a priority. Just like eating, sleeping, and drinking water, which are all things you do every day, This has to be something that you do every day. It's a non-negotiable. Now, another great tip I saw floating a lot around over New Year's was to create a gratitude jar, which I think is a great idea too. So when something in your life really good happens, you simply jot it down on a piece of paper, then fold it up and put it in the jar. It's a physical practice of stopping, noticing, and observing what the good things are that are happening in your life. And then you take action right then and there to acknowledge it. And you can get really creative here. You can come up with something that really sounds like fun. Something that is also very realistic that you can practice in your life every day. Now let's talk about how practicing gratitude works and how it will give you an edge as an entrepreneur. Sadly, I think many of us spend more time and energy focusing on the things that we don't have instead of appreciating the things that we do have. And your ego is really the driver here. It likes to focus on the things you don't have or the things that you haven't done or the things that you did wrong. It never really stops to give you a pat on the back and says, hey, job well done. So I've shared this tough love before, but I think this is really relevant to share it again, and it's a great tweetable. We only want something for as long as it takes to get it. I'll say it again. We only want something for as long as it takes to get it. Meaning that we might spend months or years working towards a goal, anticipating it, driving forward, visualizing how happy we're going to be when we get it. But as soon as we achieve it, we shift our focus on to the next thing. We very rarely take time to appreciate what we just accomplished. And when I talk about gratitude, I'm not just talking about external things. Your practice of gratitude should also incorporate things that you are grateful for in yourself. Things that you have accomplished because of who you are. So what are the advantages of practicing gratitude? Well, First, it forces you to focus on the positive things in your life. Second, it retrains your brain to instantly go to the things that you do have instead of going to the list of things that you don't have. Number three, you bring more good into your life because like attracts like. And when you focus on feeling good, it will draw more good things to you. And lastly, 
Captain Obvious, but it just feels good. Seriously. I don't know about you, but I'm getting pretty sick and tired of beating myself up all the time. I would much rather focus on all the good things that I do and really start to appreciate what I've done rather than keeping a tally of the things that didn't get done. So let's take time to talk about you. Do you have a practice of gratitude or do you want to start one? If you do have one, is it working for you? Is it time for a little tune-up? I'm always looking for really cool ideas and inspiration from people. So if you have any good ideas of things that you like to do that really work well for you, I'd love you to post them on my Facebook page or you can tweet me at corporate underscore yogi. In the next segment, I'm going to share a couple of things that I do daily as my practice of gratitude and it just might spark a few ideas that you can incorporate into yours. at four different things that I do for my gratitude practice. The first thing I do is journaling and this helps me to be thankful for things that happen to me throughout each day and it also helps me to take the time to appreciate things that I accomplished. My practice actually involves bookending my day with journaling so I do it first thing in the morning and I also do it right before I go to bed and I think that this is really important because We're about to go into really deep sleep and do a lot of unconscious dreaming. So we want to make sure that we have lots of positive thoughts on the brain, right? So what I find about evening journaling is that I've typically had a really busy day and I usually forget about all the good things that happen, especially things that happened way back in the morning. So like for example, I might have gotten some really exciting good news in the morning But then I got so busy, I forgot about it by the time the evening came around. But when I do this evening journaling, it brings it all to the forefront. And I remember all these cool things that happened, and it makes me feel really proud. The second thing I do is acknowledgements to my community. So I really love sharing inspirational quotes on social media. And I also share teachables and other quotes from the podcast. And I actually try to avoid posting too many um, cliche Einstein quotes because I know a lot of other people do that and I like to do things that are different. I like to share real-time wisdom from real people who are alive right now. People who are on their way to being famous instead of people who are already famous. And the other reason I do this is that my community is brilliant and they inspire me on a daily basis. So on Fridays, I started to post quotes from people in my community. Now some people are entrepreneurs on the same journey that I am, some of them are students, and some people just share my passion for business and spirituality. And my thinking is simple. Why quote famous people who are already famous? Does Sir Richard really need more Twitter followers? But if I can help other people who are still on their journey to step out into the world to get much needed exposure, then that's what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? So when I do these posts on Fridays from people in my community, I also take time to craft an acknowledgement that goes along with each quote. And I really want to let people know that I truly do appreciate who they are and what they do. I want people to know that they are being seen and that the work that they are doing matters. 
So if you're curious, you can head over and have a little peek at any of my social media. Uh, I'm pretty active on Facebook, on Instagram, and Twitter. Scroll down to a Friday and you'll be able to see one of these posts. Now the third thing that I do is that I keep a book of inspiration, which is simply just a document that has really nice thank yous and acknowledgements that I've received from others. And sure, I do, as a business owner, keep you know great testimonials on LinkedIn and on my website, but this is something different. This is when someone emails me a very personal story about how our work together has really helped them. Like if they were in a situation and they were able to use one of my tools to stay calm and speak the truth or to better handle conflict. When they actually take the time to write up an email and thank me, that means the world to me. So I copy and I paste it uh, into a document and whenever I have a day where I'm feeling overwhelmed, I go back to that document and I read through all the comments. And it makes me feel really good and really proud. And this for me is a peak experience in my life when we get to feel really good about who we are. And the last practice of gratitude is the one where the baristas here in Toronto think I'm a little bit crazy. Now this is a structure that I created and it's linked to a certain financial metric in my business. So as soon as this happens, I go out to a local cafe, and it's usually a Starbucks because there's tons of them around where I live, and I load a gift card, and then I ask them to give it away to a customer of their choice that afternoon. And it's a very specific amount to the dollar and the cent, and it's the same amount every time. And this is my little routine. It's a very special and lucky number to me. And I try to go out and do this as soon as I can when I hit my milestone. And it's definitely always within the same day. Now, I really like this gratitude practice because it also gives the barista a chance to do something kind to someone that they think might need it that afternoon. And I know that it will directly link to someone else within the city, within my community, at some point in the day. And I hope that it will make their day. So there's a few of the different things that I do in my day. They work for me and my schedule, and they're all things that are fun for me. I want you to pick out certain things that will really bring you joy, that you'll look forward to doing, that will put a smile on your face. Don't ever pick something that you think you should be doing or something that starts to feel like it's a lot of work. It's important that the energy behind your action is authentic and that it's pure. And it's time to start wrapping up this episode. I hope that you really think about building a practice of gratitude in your life. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Remember that being an entrepreneur is the most intense form of personal development you will ever go through. So be patient and be kind to yourself. Deep down inside, you know how powerful you are. Now it's time to step up and let the rest of us see it.